It's the Dr. Rick Podcast, where internationally renowned orthopedist Dr. Richard Lehman cuts through the clutter and brings you unbiased real science and unfiltered information to guide your family. And as always, Dr. Rick is sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community. And hello again, everybody. I'm Bob Ramsey. And of course, star of the show, Dr. Richard Lehman. It's great to see you, Doc. Um, We want to go to the headlines. It's been a couple of weeks or 10 days, I suppose. And... um, we frequently talk about sports and, and raising athletes and, and all those kinds of things. But this is out of the headlines with um, a train derailment and people being exposed to chemicals. So let's go back. Let's start from the beginning. Palestine, Ohio, and there's a train wreck and chemicals are spilled. You take it from there. So, so basically what happened was, as you said, the train derailed. There were fires. Uh, certainly, we, we, we know about chemical problems. We've all seen Aaron Brockovich. We, we lived through Times Beach. And we know that these uh, solvents, paint solvents, uh, manufactured um, chemicals, basically, have three mechanisms that are a problem. One, initially, they're in the air. You're breathing them. Number mm-hmm. two, they're in the soil. So anything you're going to grow anything that's in the ground, and three, they're in your water source. Now, the main chemical in this particular train derailment was something called butyl acrylate, but there was ethylene glycol. There were all kinds of chemical solvents, and these things are toxic. So if you were to get in your water source, you're not going to immediately have a problem. You're going to be okay for a while. And what you're going to see is in these neighborhoods, and again, it was Times Beach. It was seen in Michigan. It's seen over and over and over again. In, in these areas that have chemical dumps that you start seeing these weird cancers. So normally you see prostate cancer, breast cancer, this or that. And all of a sudden you start seeing these bloodborne chemical uh, patterns that lead to weird bloodborne chemical cancers. So you get different kinds of myelomas, you get different kinds of leukemias, you get all these weird different lymphomas. And it's all based on um, these toxic patterns and a lot of it is from dumping, like in Tom's, Times Beach, where toxins were dumped in the water source. But again, what happened was a little bit disconcerting in that everybody was told it was fine and everything was okay when the fires were put out. Okay, the fires are out. You're not going to burn to death. But A, it's in the air for a period of time. And you made a good point off air, downwind. And B, it's in the water source. And C, it's in the ground. So everything you're going to grow that you might eat for maybe two, 300 miles is going to have some level of contaminants. So to really know what happens, what you have to do is you have to measure the water source on a routine basis, right? And, and not just the river, but what's going to everybody's house. You In have the to measure the groundwaters and soil contents. And you have to then, and maybe most importantly, and it's not going to be for a while, start to chart changes in medical patterns. So if you start to see, you know, a 2% or 3% inching up incidence of cancer, you, you have to then report that, understand the cancers, and then directly revert it back to, hey, this is what happened. Now, personally, 
And of course, this is just fantasy. If I lived in Palestine, Ohio, I would move. Everybody can't move. Uh, and I don't know if I could move, but in the perfect non-fantasy world, what you would do is you would say this area is contaminated, much like Times Beach. Those people didn't want to live there after the whole thing was contaminated. And you have a lot of these throughout the country that no one even knows about. So there's toxic right. dumps that, you you know, you find out 25 years later and they make a documentary about it instead of finding out in a timely fashion. But this gives us an opportunity in a timely fashion to follow water samples, like you said, groundwater, toxic soil, uh, air particles per million, and see exactly what's going on. But I think you have a real situation there, and I think it's been all brushed right under the rug. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I don't want to make light of this, but I just, um, you know, uh, movies kind of rattle around in my brain constantly. But it was disconcerting for me just a few days after the event that, politicians um, made a big show of drinking water out of a tap. They reminded me of the mayor of Amityville sending people out to the beach when a great white shark is out there. Everything's going to be fine. And because, like you say, well, the smoke's gone and we've, you know, flushed out the creek. So everything's fine. But, but those chemicals have to go somewhere, whether they're in the air and settle somewhere else whether they settle into the ground, how long does it take to get into your well system? You know, maybe it is better if you're on the city water system. But what about the people that have wells? And what about the people downstream? And those are the things that, you're right, are glossed over. Well, and, and you kind of make a good point. So if it's in the air, so let's say there's, you know, 250,000 parts per million or 50,000 parts per million doesn't really matter. And it's in the air. Where do you think that goes? I mean, what did Sir Isaac Newton tell us? Gravity, right? Those particles are going down to the bottom. They're not staying in the air. So initially, you know, yes, it's an issue of breathing them, just like any chemical outbreak. But then once they're done floating around, eventually, as you said, they're going to end up downstream. They're going to end up in the water source. They're going to end up in the soil. And so they're not staying in the air, number one. And it might be a while before things are truly contaminated. It's like the lead poisoning in Flint. It took a long time for the lead to get into the water source till the, till the concentrations are very high. It doesn't happen overnight. But what you're going to see, uh, and, and I predict this, and you know, maybe, maybe it's going to be too far down the line, you're going to see significant increase in weird diseases, weird cancers. And a lot of these people are going to have problems, especially young kids that were contaminated at an early age. Right. And you say, well, what can be done? Um, you know, the railroad's talking about paying for the cleanup and everything. It, it almost, and I know this sounds really outlandish. You almost have to pick everybody up and build them a new town. You almost have to. And, and it's really the right thing. Upstream and upwind. And it's the right thing. And, 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 and you know, what's going to happen predictably, and this happens in every one of these things, once the word gets out, everyone's going to sue the railroad, right? Grandma's going to get cancer. Your kid's going to yep. get cancer. You're going to get these weird teratomas, these weird birth defects, and everyone's going to sue the railroad. So look it out in front of it. Explain that this may be a problem. Let everybody know, you know, and, and give every family an, an option or a subsidy to relocate. 
Uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's going to be a much better, much more transparent, cheaper way to go than what's going to eventually happen because no one's going to forget this train derailment. That I promise you. No. no, because things that have been covered up in the past, it's usually done behind chain link fences and stone walls with companies. And But this, I mean, everybody in the world saw this. Right, it was front page of the paper for days. And, and, and now that it's not on the front page of the paper, uh, you and I might forget a little bit, but the people there, they're not going to forget. So um, on this one, it's just a cautionary tale. And for people to be aware of how these things, just because you can't see them, doesn't mean it's a danger, not a danger. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's incumbent in the people in that area to ask questions, you know, to, 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 to push the local government to do um you know, the big thing now is, is to take samples out of the toilet and out of the running water of houses. And, and they find all these COVID information by seeing what's in the sewage. And, and, and I think this is a, a perfect example. We should be testing the water. We should be testing the ground soil. We should be testing trees that were starting to sprout at that time. And we should be testing the drinking water on a routine basis and you know what, maybe a filtration system needs to be changed to, to, to block um, some of these ethylene glycol, some of these paint thinners. But I think getting out ahead of it, you have an opportunity now. And if you just brush it under the rug, you know, sooner or later, that monster is coming. And believe me, it's coming. The shark's in the water. Don't the go to the beach. The shark's in the water. And you can go to the beach and you can be a politician. But sooner or later, Jaws going to eat you. Dr. Rick's book is How to Raise an Athlete. I recommend it for all families out there. If your kids are uh, interested in being in sports, you don't have to be a great athlete, even even the little kids' sports. It's a great book, How to Raise an Athlete. Dr. Rick, thanks. We'll see you next time. Take care, Bob. I'm Bob Ramsey, and this is the Dr. Rick Podcast. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.